which discussions do most of us shy away from is the conversation about death, which we all face. This pandemic has slapped us in the face with loss and grief, yet we try to deny the destiny of it. Today, let's begin open discussion to expose emotions common to us all. Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I wanna welcome you today to Exposing Grief. The goal of these conversations is to talk about loss and grief, which are emotions we all experience. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. I want to add this disclaimer. I am not a therapist, psychoanalyst, psychiatrist, or any professional from the field of mental health. I'm just someone who has lived many years, I have experienced my own loss and grief, and I have observed others go through the same. In my observations, I think they are on the same continuum, but someone can experience loss without the deeper emotional experience of grief. These are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. If you need professional help, please seek it out. You might ask what has precipitated these conversations. Unfortunately, it is the coronavirus, COVID-19. There has been so much loss and grief associated with this pandemic that emotionally it is almost overwhelming. There have been job losses, businesses closing, social interactions stopped and rearranged, freedom of movement curtailed, cancellation of graduations, freshman year in college interrupted and cut short, constraints on our ability to comfort friends and loved ones who are hospitalized or grieving themselves, and you fill in the blank for the loss or grief you're experiencing or have already experienced. Why is this a perfect time for conversations? The rush rush is at a lull. We are restricted in many ways and have more time with our children and with each other. If we use this time productively for some self-reflection, it is possible to come out of this situation more emotionally healthy than when it all started. We have previously discussed loss and grief for children from about 18 months to around 11 years of age. Now it's time to tackle loss and grief experienced by those children aged 12 through about 17 or 18. Adolescence is in full bloom. So much is going on with this age group. In addition to emotional changes, there are also physical and social changes. Parents almost need a spreadsheet in order to keep track of all the moving parts. Try to think back to your own middle school and high school years. Your hormones were raging, your body was changing, and the entire world seemed to be against you. On top of all the physical and social changes, loss is still a very real occurrence. A once confident and outgoing child might become sullen and withdrawn. Or even the opposite can occur. A quiet child may become outspoken and even rude. This age group is experiencing so many unfamiliar changes. As the adults in their lives, it is important for us to assist them to the best of our ability. Do not rule out counseling or other interventions. The option for group or parent-child sessions appear to work best. Many parents tend to give this age group too much space. Unfortunately, Many children will internalize their feelings of loss or grief instead of reaching out to a parent or other adult. I'm not saying parents have all the answers, but usually we have faced our own feelings of loss or grief. We owe it to our children to help them in any way we can. In our minds, we think we are being intrusive. The truth may be that we don't want to relive our own pain. Loss and grief for this age group is very real even if the adults in their lives do not acknowledge this fact. If you or your child need professional help in order to deal with all of these changes, I encourage you to find it. No one has that perfect manual to assist in raising children. There are too many variables. Seek advice whenever you need to do so. 
too many of our children are left to wade through these murky waters alone. During these years, children may have their first experience with theft. I'm not saying that younger children aren't stolen from, but it seems to be more prevalent in older children. Perhaps the loss this age group feels can be attributed to the greater value or meaning they have begun to attach to items. Those values or meanings may stem from the fact that at this age, children are beginning to understand the cost of items and how hard a parent has to work in order to provide special or additional items. Parents, whenever your child is stolen from, don't be accusatory. Yes, your child may have been careless, but the initial conversations about the loss is not the time to bring up their shortcomings. Do recognize the pain and violation your child is feeling. Any child feels badly when they speak of loss, and there will be other emotions involved, especially if you, as their parent, purchased the item that was taken. Your child feels vulnerable and inadequate. Be attentive and allow your child to talk through how they feel. This age group may also have their first encounters with special interpersonal relationships. As an adult, you may already know what rejection feels like. This may be a new emotion for your child. Their sense of loss over these broken relationships is real. Please don't make fun of them or call their feelings puppy love or use other statements which dismiss or discount what they may be feeling. If your child cannot rely upon you for emotional support, where can they go? Awareness of what your child may be feeling is important. Don't tell them that they're being unreasonable. They feel what they feel. Help them explore those feelings. Listen to them, talk with them, then listen some more. Listening is more important than fixing when these conversations come up. Do not allow your child to become withdrawn. This can be unhealthy. Yes, give them space, but not too much space. You know your child better than anyone. Trust your gut. I have confidence in your ability to help them through this tough phase of life. We want it to be a phase and not a place where they get emotionally stuck. I believe these conversations about loss and grief are necessary and perhaps well overdue. I hope you stick with me as we explore and expose these emotions. Be a part of these important conversations. Again, these are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. Our next conversation will focus on loss experienced by young adults. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.